Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who've been affected by grave injustices. Does it feel like you? I don't know. I feel a little bit cranky because I don't feel good. Man, I hate when you're sick. I'm not really sick yet. I, I, that's my that's my least favorite part. When you're actually sick, you just kind of lay there, and that's fine. You just go to bed and you curl up and you cocoon. And I bring you medicine, and then eventually you come out and you're better and you're all spunky and bushy eyed mm-hmm. or bushy tailed and bright eyed, right? When you're getting sick, kind of a cunt. Hey, I know, and I know it's not nice. I just but don't feel good. And that's the thing. People you, tend to know that, and then they like think it's a great time to be crawling all over me. I just want people. Leave me alone. Give me my space. Whatever. So anyway, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thank you, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're the best. You really are. You're the best. One second. I'm explaining to someone in TalkShoe why they can't hear the theme music. It's because TalkShoe sucks. Nice. Uh, so earlier we were having a discussion with your daughter. This was about two weeks ago, uh, who was in a snit Mm -hmm. because she had asked the librarian at her school if she could get a book. And the librarian said, oh, honey, I don't think you're smart enough to read this book. Now, you and I have both discussed the fact before that librarians are evil twats who believe it's their job to keep books out of the hands of children yeah like i i always thought that if you're a librarian it would be like it would be your greatest joy to see a young child learn to read you know and you would constantly challenge them with new and exciting books right right? Mm -hmm. uh in my experience it, it is not that way in my experience librarians want to hold all books hostage they don't want you to touch them they want them to remain pristine and unread. Until you meet their standards. I mean, I can understand that because some people are extremely protective of books. They're, they want people to appreciate them. Right. And I would think that especially a school librarian could probably get a little bit jaded. You loan okay. somebody a book in a certain condition and it comes back to you with stickers, tape, and bubble gum on it. Okay. In a lot of cases, I would understand. Like, if you work at a, a real library, that would be irritating. Like, if you work at a, an actual city library or a library at an institution of higher learning where people should know better, that would be fine. You work in middle school or grade school, the books are going to get fucked up, and you just need to accept that the books are going to get fucked up and loan them to people hoping that they will learn not to fuck them up. Right? Yeah. In this case, thing three was just flatly denied. You cannot have yeah. books from any of this section. Go over to this section where you get yourself a Dick and Jane book. You dear little toddler, pat on the head, <laughs> pat on the behind, move along. Nothing for you to see here. And I know how infuriating that is because when I was her age, that's when I decided I wanted to, and, and thing two went through this too. Not thing one so much because she didn't really want to read that much. I mean, she just wasn't a reader. That wasn't right. her thing. She did read, but she didn't like it as much. But I remember going through this shit where I was like, I, I, can see the books that i want to read you know Mm -hmm. and you fuckers are blocking my access access to them now when i was a little bitty kid when i was like five 
I had already knew how to read for like a year and a half. And so I wanted to read real books and I was constantly being kicked in the face. And that's why I didn't read for a whole year. Teachers need to understand how, and librarians need to understand how damaging it can be. Well, sure. But you know what? Thing three at least knows that if she has that type of confrontation, her best plan of action is to come home and tell us because she knows we'll do something about it. Right, because we're not going to put up with that shit. Right. That's, that's really what it boils down to. So the main problem was that she wanted a specific book. And now the name of the book was When Jeff Comes Home. And right. she's kind of been on this kick lately about reading about uh, teenagers with struggles. I think it's a pretty typical obsession. It's it's her version of playing Blizzard. Natural disaster. Right. It's sure. They want to read about things that go wrong for other people so they can and everybody does. Right. The struggles and trials and you know, especially there's a, teenagers. Right. There's a whole fucking channel for you ladies. It's called Lifetime Movies. That's true. I mean, it, it's what it is. What is this? Something horrible happened to this woman and now what? She's going to figure it out. So th- I think it's helpful to kids. Now, this book <sighs> Well, okay. Well, we'll get First to it of all, minute. yeah, she she just flat out says that she can't she can't read it. Right. So she actually told her teacher that the librarian said that, and right. the teacher went over and talked to her and the librarian, and they decided that they would let us decide. So right. they sent a note home, and we said, "Our kid can read any fucking book they can right. find in your library. There's right. nothing in the in your library that one of my that my daughter can't handle." Right. That's eighth grade level. I, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, that she can't handle. Right. So she's all excited. She's prepared to go get it. <laughs> I do a little uh, Google foo and I, I look it right. up. Right, just to see what it is, just in case it's some yes. book about some kid that learns to suck his own penis. It. You never know. And it's actually based on a true story. Right. Of a kid that was kidnapped and held captive for a couple of years. And the problem is, is that, that is not what is questionable it's the fact that afterwards once he returns home he struggles with his feelings of having actually liked what happened to him in captivity right because the basic if if you're familiar with the story basically this guy kidnapped this kid kept him locked up in his house uh let the kid play xbox drink soda and eat junk food all day right Mm -hmm. and in exchange sometimes the kid had to take it in the butt now admittedly this doesn't sound like something fun on the other hand this kind of shit fucks with your head when you're held captive for a long period of time it messes with you because the and kids can compartmentalize this shit you know what i'm saying we're like you can somehow separate the ass fucking from the hours and hours and hours of playing xbox and not going to school you know what i'm saying yeah so you explain. Yeah, right? I mean, I thought it was important. And, you know, once I found out what the subject matter was, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to tell her that she can't read it, but I'm certainly going to let her know that if she does choose to read it, right, that I would be willing to discuss it with her. Right. It might be a little heady. Right. It's a, it's a little, it's a little much the deep end of the pool, but I think you can handle it. Mm-hmm. So I, I sat down with her and I, I told her what it was. I did not mince any words. Right. Yeah, I remember she's 11. Well, none of our kids are young enough where we can beat around the bush. You just got to fucking lay it out. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, about that, I think I'll pass. 
Right. Thanks for fighting the good fight for me. Right. I appreciate all your efforts, but no. Yes. <laughs> I'll be moving along. I'll find something else. Now, she does have the freedom now to get whatever she wants out of the library, and that's good. But I did think it was a little silly that she made over her stand over a book that she doesn't want to read doesn't after all. Read. Right. She's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's they, they don't quite get as explicit as they probably could on the back. No, of the I'm, book, I'm sure they don't. You know? and, right. And that's one of those things where I'm always curious about young adult authors about how they get around some of this stuff. Because that's a... I think it's because it's based on a true story, so right, but, that's how you get around some of it. Well, but as a young adult author, you can't just say, and then they got, he took it in the butt for a while. You can't do that. They got to step around it. And I'm always curious about how they handle that stuff. Like, we just finished reading The Hunger Games, which mm-hmm. has a lot of stuff in it that's very... Um, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but there are some things in the third book of The Hunger Games that I would not have expected to read in an adult book. Right. The subject matter was a little bit heady, but she handled it well enough to where uh, I don't think any kids are going to have problems with it. Right. It's one of those mm-hmm. things where it was written. So an adult goes, oh, but it kind of goes over a kid's head. No, but I think the things a kid can imagine are not as well. And, sure. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like in my head, nah. uh, people are getting flayed alive while weasels eat their dicks. And in thing two's head, somebody got spanked. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's a difference between the two things that we see. So, I don't know. It's interesting. But uh, I'm glad she can get whatever books she wants. Because I remember how frustrating it was. It used to make me want to punch the shit out of people. They just would not give me books. Yeah. So, she, well, as an added aside, the teacher also explained to the librarian that thing three was thing two's sister. And thing two was well loved by the librarian. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, now it's all roses and, and lollipops. Man, Thing 3 hates that, too. Like, I don't I remember know. Thing 2 being as upset about the fact that Thing 1 had kind of paved the way for yeah, her. Yeah, not she wasn't too upset. She was actually thankful. Right. But Thing 3 hates hates it. Every time she hears somebody talk about Thing 2, she's like, would you just shut up? Yeah, I'm my own person. She like being compared. They are very different. Do you see my cheetah print pants? Did my sister ever exactly. have that? Exactly. No. You see my big black boots? Did my sister ever have that? No. Exactly. Not the same, bitch. So it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. I, I am glad that she's reading. I'm a little pissed that I bought her a book, especially for her, that's now on the floor of the car. She hasn't read it yet. because she throw it. up on it? No, she's saving oh, it for good. a rainy fucking day. Now, we're going to talk about the throwing up thing again. I'm serious. The next time she throws up, you and she are going to get put out on the side of the road. And you can figure Why out. Why do you always lump me in yeah, with that? So, Anytime somebody does something, well, it's automatically me, the one that's getting the brunt end of the... I can't, I can't put her out on the highway by herself. Whatever. But anyway, what was the first book you remember not being able to get from the librarian? Um, oh gosh. I don't know. I didn't really have to worry about it because my mom would always get stuff from the library. Oh, she would get the books then? Yes. Mm. Yeah. We would just all get a big stack and she would bring them up there and check them all out. Yeah. First book I think I was told I couldn't have, like from the library. Not the first book that mm-hmm. I was in, I was just saw it was uh, Wind in the Door. The first Wind book a librarian said, no, you can't have this book, was The Exorcist. I was like, well, The Day the Earth Stood Still, I wanted to read that yeah. pretty young too. Right. That was one she questioned. Yeah. But I still was allowed to have it. So it's not that that book's not maybe the should still kinda yeah. Nobody's screaming fuck me, Jesus, while they're humping across. Well, I understand that, but you know. 
Yeah. I was pretty young. That's good. I remember, let's see, what else? What other books messed with my head when I was a little kid? Amityville Horror, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. I read, I read uh, Christine when I was relatively young. That was kind of boring. It was kind of weird that I didn't like the whole, I was, that was when I was first reading books that where people were doing it. And then the car was acting all sexy. Nice. I was like, hey, stop. I'm too young for this. You're the house next door. That was one that scared the padoopies out of me. You didn't like that one? Mm-mm. Man, there's a book called The uh, The Girl Next Door by Jack Ketchum. It's like about a book that'll fucking tear your head off. That's the one. That, that book is, is creepy. Yikes. Creepy. Let's do some news. Okay. New, new, new news with Kim. Take your top off. It's topless. Cut news. it out. It's it is not. Just... I don't feel good. You know what? Your tits look just as good whether you're sick or healthy. No, they feel deflated. That's what the importance is. <sighs> Go ahead. It's the story came to us from Derek. Thanks, Derek. Administrators at Byron Nelson High School and Trophy Club suspended a 16-year-old boy on Tuesday because his eyes were bloodshot and they thought he might have been smoking marijuana. The teen said he was not high. Instead, his eyes were red because he had been grieving the loss of his murdered father. Before returning to class, Tyler had to go to the office to get a tardy slip. That's when school employees accused him of being high because he had red and watery eyes. Fritz said she got a call from administrators who told her that Kyler would be suspended for three days. Suspended because his eyes were red. How about you do a little follow-up on, you know, the kid's claim? Certainly... Most, it made the news. When somebody gets murdered, it's usually on the news. Well, okay, even so. Kids make up a lot of bullshit, okay? I'm, I'm not saying that teenagers don't lie their little fucking asses off. We're going to talk about that in the next show. But when you, when you see a kid who's visibly distraught, especially a high school boy. Right. Who's obviously crying, has been crying, and then you say, you're high, and he goes, my dad just got fucking killed. Literally two days ago. My dad got killed. So how about you back the fuck off me for two seconds? I can't believe the kid was even back in school. They should have been thanking their lucky stars that he wasn't falling behind because of it. Because surely most people would keep their kids out of school for a couple of days. Yeah. You know, the fact that this kid did not miss any school days says a lot for his character. Here's your your punishment. Yeah. That, you know, his education was important to him. Right. Now, I, when I thought about this, the main thing I thought about was how different things are. Like, when you and I were growing up, people would have known. And they just would have you backed the fuck off. People, well, here's the thing, too. People did go to class high, and they still okay. didn't get suspended. Right. But I'm just saying, there would never have been a question, because everybody knew. You know what I'm saying? Well, when, yeah, when people, it was a small town. When schools actually know their students, you don't have this oh, kind of fucking problem. Too. Whenever you're, there's 10,000, 15,000 kids in the school, shit like this happens. Now, okay. So note to self, anybody in the family dies, make a first phone call to the freaking school so they know what's going on. I, I guess. It just, it appalls me that they, they, you know, they made this kid take a drug test before they would let him back in. You know that, right? He was made that to take a drug test. nice. And it came back clean, of course. Of course. I hope he sues their fucking legs off. I just, I'm not, and I'm not a big fan of just suing people because they piss you off, but this is one of those things where you're just being a dick and you're, you're just guilty being until proven a dick. Innocent. Right. And I don't, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with that when you're dealing with teenagers because by and large, they're a bunch of fuckers. But when, like I said, it's this, this just seems so obvious to me and to go to your high, 
know what I'm saying? It's like they have a checklist. Are the eyes red? Yes, the student is high. Especially right now, because the pollen count is so flipping flapping high. People <laughs> that don't normally have allergy problems are yeah. really suffering right now. And there's a lot of people that are sick right now. There's a lot right. of shit going around. People are not feeling well. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This stuff makes me ashamed to be living around here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It makes me ashamed to live in Texas because Texas schools fly off the handle about shit all the time. I mean, that just seems to be their normal mode of operation. They just flip the fuck out. And then they do shit like uh, the president addressed students today, right? Now, this is the second time he's addressed students, correct? Yeah. And both times the school sent home a note and said, would you like your child to uh, be able to see the president address students? And we said, yes, just like we did last time. And just like last time, the school said, eh, fuck it. We're not going to show it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that that kind of shit makes me ashamed to live in DFW. That that kind of mm. behavior is shameful. It, it kind of is. It, it's not kind of is. It is. It, I understand you didn't like him the first time around when he was running for president. He is the fucking president right now. And yeah, I'm not real happy with him either. But every time monkey boy George Bush hopped up and started giving speeches, you can be goddamn sure they were pumping that in every fucking corner of the school they could find. You know what I mean? Right. I, I never think got, they should remain impartial. I think they should just, the president asked if he could address your students, and you're as much of a cock much as to say no. Seriously? To say no. No. The students don't need to hear what the president has to say today. Fuck you guys. I should run for school council or what do they call it school board mm-hmm. god i would be can you imagine me in the school no. board then again uh, i think there's a lot of yelling awesome going on on no matter what kind of board you're on anymore <laughs> how awesome would it be seriously just in the middle of it if i stand up and go listen cunts we need to fucking get this shit straight you guys all suck dick so I think just whoever would be in charge would be pounding their gavel and then they would pound the gavel at me one time and then they'd be wearing it like a donkey's tail the wide end in their butthole nice i'm not nice next story that's what makes me mad yeah don't hit your microphone again that's not nice would you please stop blaming stuff on me that was you people know just that for I the record people know that i don't do a shit like that i'm a professional for profit hospitals across the state are performing cesarean sections at higher rates than non-profit hospitals the california watch analysis has found a data a database compiled from state birthing records were feet <laughs> Suck. I love you, but come on, you can read. I know. A database compiled from state birthing records revealed that, all factors considered, women are at least 17% more likely to have a cesarean section at a for-profit hospital than at one that operates as a nonprofit. A surgical birth can bring in twice the revenue of a vaginal delivery. In addition, some hospitals appear to be performing more C-sections for non-medical reasons including an individual's doctor's level of patients and the staffing schedules in maternity wards, according to interviews with health professionals. Now, I've seen that shit personally. Well, yeah, I mean, we've all heard of the people that schedule it because they got to get their hair did at 3 o'clock, so let's have the baby at 8. Not just that, but they wanted to rip thing 3 out of you because it wasn't fitting into people's fucking view of when you ought to have a baby. That that kind of shit... For no more time than doctors spend on a regular vaginal birth, like a no complications, you just squirted the kid out. The doctor's there 10, 15 fucking minutes. 
He's there to catch the kid, throw a couple stitches in the coos, and that's it. The doctor, by and large, is not hanging out in the delivery room waiting for you to have a baby, right? Right. Like, thing one, we had a doctor for a significant portion of the time because you just couldn't get the job done. Do you have to be insulting <laughs> about it? My God. You, you, for whatever reason, you couldn't get the kid out. She was giant. <laughs> but thing two, I don't even, was the doctor even there when the baby was delivered? I don't think he was. She? Yeah, the I don't, doctor was I, she? Right, I don't think she was. I don't think you had a doctor for the second one. I think it was me, you, and a nurse. Yeah. And then you almost died. Right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, hospital. Nice, nice work. And then for thing three, we didn't have shit. Nobody fucking, people came and checked on you, but by and large, we were by ourselves. Oh, yeah, the whole time. In a very nice room. Don't get me wrong. That room was very nice. And then the doctor came in and was all pissed off. Remember how angry he was because he didn't have time to change? Well, yeah, and I'm like, I'm so freaking sorry. Well, he was ready to leave. That's why, because yeah. he came in and checked on me, so I had lots of time to go. Right. And then I called him back 10 minutes later, and I was like, right. I'm done. And he goes, no, you're not. And then he goes, oh, I see a fucking head sticking out of your ass. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, and he was mad. He's like, oh, my shoes? Ah. Don't be a dick, dude. Sorry. So I-, I can totally see it, and I can totally see hospitals pushing to get more money out of people. Honestly. I'm not being a dick. If you have to have a C-section, I understand. Okay? If you have to. I get it. It should not be considered normal. Well, here's the thing. I mean, don't you think that sort of violates the code of do no harm? I do. Because if you're actually cutting into someone for really no good reason. For convenience sake? Sure. Or for the extra buck. Right. And it takes them now several days longer stay in the hospital, which means more money for the hospital. Right. And obviously a longer recovery time. Right, because you just had your abdomen sliced open. Right. Right. I mean, it's like with the vaginal birth. I mean, I was literally up taking a shower and dressed a half an hour after I gave you're birth. You're ready. With well, thing one, you wanted to stay in the hospital for a day or two. Thing two and thing three, you're ready to go the fuck home. Yeah. You're like, I, I want to get out of here. This is just annoying me. Can I leave now? Yeah. So, I don't know. I hate that whole idea that right. see, and of course you know the more that they discuss it the more commonplace it is and the more accepting people are of having it done for right. whatever reason they can come up with right i, I just don't I think it's normal i just think it should be i think it should be regarded as major surgery and i think insurance companies should go no and this is one of the few times when i think insurance companies should say there's there's no reason for this if you have a medical reason go ahead and pop it mm-hmm. open if you don't why don't you leave shit where you found it because exactly. the baby will come out. Of course, you know, they probably code it as a medical reason, right? I'm sure they come up with something. I don't know. I mean, speaking of medical billing, I got the oh my fucking God. statement from <sighs> thing two and thing three's checkup. I mean, like, they did pretty much nothing. You know, it was just a routine checkup. Neither did one have, of them was You sick. did have x-rays, though. Well, okay, except for the x-rays. Right. And You didn't even see a doctor, to be clear. You saw a PA, right? Right. Okay. I'm just yeah. saying. There wasn't blood work. Nobody got their fucking ass poked. No cultures were taken. Somebody looked at my kids and then sent them for x-rays. Correct? Right. Okay. And drum roll, please. What was the fucking bill? Just shy of $700. There's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Now, we, we have insurance. But are you fucking kidding me? I know. And that's why I told you. I told you they sent them down there for x-rays for no reason. To jack that shit up. Do you agree with me or not? 
that they sent them down there to get scoliosis x-rays for no fucking reason. It is reason. weird. And normally, whenever the girls have a um, a physical, right. they will send them down to the lab to get blood drawn. Because they'll right. do a blood workup every time. They they didn't do that this time. Oh, I just I realized that when I was looking at it. I was like, you know what? They sent them down there for x-rays, but no blood work this time. That's weird. Yeah, if there had been blood work, it would have been $9,000. Probably. I, I, it's got to get fixed. It's got to get fixed. Because people can't do that. You can't do that. If we, I, I make good money, and if we didn't have insurance, we couldn't, we still couldn't go to the fucking doctor. You know what I'm saying? I know. That would have been an unpleasant bill. Next story. A five-year-old Vancouver, Washington kindergarten student who wandered into the wrong classroom set off a school lockdown before he was located on Monday. Vancouver police said Braden Gonzalez arrived at Walnut Grove Elementary on the school bus as usual. The problem started when he played outside with some first graders and then followed them into their classroom. Braden's mother realized he was missing when she arrived to pick him up from his half day of kindergarten. Vancouver Police or Vancouver Public Schools spokeswoman Chris Stork said the boy sat at the desk of a new student in the first grade classroom and responded to the teacher as if he was that student. District officials say the boy also didn't respond when his name was called on the intercom system. This kid's a douche. What a butthead. <laughs> this is the kid who, two years from now, when he's seven, is going to be tooling down the interstate. <laughs> his car. In his daddy's truck. I just, I read the story and I was like, you are an asshole. It's, I understand when kids wander off or whatever, or they get excited and they're playing with other kids and they don't pay attention to where they're supposed to be. But this kid... He went through some fucking manipulations. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was thinking about it. He was like, yeah, I'll just pretend I'm this kid. Who'll fucking know? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Nobody knows. I'm good. <laughs> fucking asshole, man. How hard would you beat his ass? <laughs> oh, man. I know. It, you know, and then the mom, when she goes, of course, she goes from terrified to relieved to, to angry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and. It's one of those things, too, when you go to get your kid and the school goes, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your kid ain't here. It, it, it fires all of your parent freakout buttons. All of them at once. Somebody mashes every button in your nervous system, and you don't know whether to shit or kill somebody. It is, it is the worst feeling when you can't find a kid, and everybody just looks at you like, well, it's not my fucking kid. Why are you asking me? So, I don't know, man. I don't know what the punishment is for something like that. That is just, to me, it's one of those things where you look at the kid and you go, well, clearly I have to start viewing you in a different light now. You know, clearly you're far more diabolical than I had previously imagined. So you and I don't have a great trust thing going on anymore. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, here, they must not have identification badges. Do do you think the teacher checks identification badges to everybody in the school? They don't. If they see a face that they don't recognize, they might. It's a new kid. That's the whole. That's the whole gimmick. This was a I new know, kid. I I know. I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure they would do a head count in each room. You'd go looking at everybody, make sure you knew who everybody was. Well, I'm sure they did eventually. But he's a little turd, though. He's he a shit fuck. It's I wonder like, if uh, his younger siblings will be compared to him because that's just oh, as yeah. bad, right? Yeah. When when somebody's a shithead and you yes. have to you come up behind him, yeah. Yes. I'm sure it's not fun. And they're like, oh, you're so and so's brother. Fabulous. Yeah. 
I mean, well, think about when we were growing up. There's a small town, and there were two or three families that you just knew. You're fucking trouble. Right. <laughs> and to be fair, a lot of uh, them had they, a relatively rough upbringing. Yes. So there was probably a legitimate reason for their behavior. Well, right. I mean, like, you can understand it. Right. Like the, the crazy hill people speed freaks that you hung out with. Right. Okay. The youngest kid in that family went to school with me. Mm-hmm. And you look at him, and you know the family he came from, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone assumed that he was an evil troglodyte. And he did. When he was a freshman in high school, he looked like he could kill full-grown men with his bare yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. That's not, it's not a joke. And with the family he came from, you're like, eh, it might happen. Right. Now, I was legitimately terrified of this kid for a while. Because I just didn't know how to handle him. You know what I'm saying? Because he mm-hmm. wanted to be my friend. Because he knew I knew you. And you knew his older brothers because you were way older than us. Right? Shut up. And he wanted to hang out with me and do stuff with me and my friends. But me and my, all my friends were like, we don't know. We, we don't know where the line is with you, buddy. Shit could get real out of hand. Now, nothing ever did. He was the nicest kid right. ever. But he was a perfect example of somebody that was living with a legacy. Mm-hmm. That he was not going to be able to well, get out from Well, and the brother that I hung out with was extremely musically talented. Yeah, he was completely different, too. And uh, to be fair, yeah. the whole family might have been relatively normal. You just don't fucking know. No, they, they were weren't. Terrified. <laughs> 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 On the other hand, no. I know the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> but he was very musically talented, and he had a fabulous sense of humor, so he was a riot to hang out with. Right, but he had lots of bad habits. <laughs> he did. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, you know, don't judge a book, I guess. Mm-hmm. Never know when a little five-year-old's going to turn out to be an evil mastermind. Or sometimes, you know, they start at a young age and it doesn't ever get better. Well, there's that. Look mm. at you. Yeah, I'm such a badass. I didn't say badass, but you're bad. If they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. For now. Unless you go changing it on me. I might forward it to a porn line so I can get paid. How would that be? Oh, no email show at gmail.com thank you amazon for being my sponsor don't forget you can juice the blu-ray.com vote for us on podcast leave us a review on itunes you know you know what to do all right kim we're not there yet hi this is thing one thanks for listening to my parents podcast why not take a second to review their show at talkshoe.com and I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. 